uh, New Jersey gym owner defies COVID rules and has accumulated $1.2 million in fines. That's right. A gym owner in New Jersey seems to be daring the governor and local authorities to come at him, bro. Oh, my God, TMZ, you be killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ian Smith, co-owner of uh, Attila's Gym in Belmar, uh, has uh, stated that he is going to be defying the uh, uh, governor's request and he will continue to stay open. He posted on his Instagram stories. I don't know who needs to hear this, but Attila's Gym Belmar ain't shutting down when Murphy brings the second lockdown. Talking smack. That's right. That's how you know you've been like taking too many steroids. You think that muscles are stronger yeah. than the law. Like that right. is next level right there. But he has accumulated $1.2 million in, in fines. The township has continued to fine him $15,000 every day he breaks the rules. So he is racking these numbers up. No fucks That's given. That's so stupid. He is like, crazy. What? I mean, why? <sighs> Look, I know I know that it is a struggle right now for small business owners. I understand that. Um, and that is part of the it, that's why this particular disease is so in, insidious, just how it how it spreads and how we were not prepared for for this and how our government has failed us uh, in various ways. I'm talking federal. Uh, and so state and local have had to pick up the slack and that that's making them bad guys. And we're all struggling and no one's getting stimulus checks again. Like it's just not going to happen. And we, uh, we were caught flat footed. Basically America was caught flat footed. Word up. Um, and so right now it really, we're really relying on people helping each other because clearly the powers that be are not able to help us. So I get that. And that is uh, something that's very hard to watch happen over the past year, basically. Right. Uh, that said, nigga, close your doors. This is uh, air. This is airborne. <laughs> and I don't know why you think that you can bench 300 pounds. And so the COVID is just going to be hanging in the air like, nah, we ain't going to mess with him. Fuck you. You got a nostril. They in there. You're being stupid. <laughs> you're being stupid and you're putting a bunch of people at risk and there are so many long-term effects that we don't even understand yet so maybe you only have a sniffle for 10 days and then like a, a month later you have a stroke like you know I mean? stop it come on stop Phil. it my thing is listen i understand business is tough right now i get it you know you charge like let's say 20 dollars a month for gym membership you know what i mean you probably have, I'm going to guess, like 500 pieces of equipment in your gym, right? You can't collect fees because you're closed because of quarantine. Why don't you tell everyone that they could rent a piece of equipment and take it home for $20 a month during the quarantine? You know what I mean? Like, yo, you want this? You want to keep in shape? You can't go out anyway. Why don't you take this whole bench and bring it back when the quarantine is done? You know what I mean? It'll take you a while, admittedly. 
but now you run in a business just like you was before. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the I money's mean, coming in. I mean, that is a that is a thought. Really, the thing is that you he was collecting money on people who were paying monthly but not going. Oh, this dude is jerk. So that's that's where that's where that's how gyms are able to survive by those of us who join in January or February to to let the amateur start and then stop, and then we join in February. And we're like, oh, I'm an amateur, um, <laughs> and then we just continue to pay for years, and then they make it impossible to cancel, and that is that is how gyms. Like especially those cheap gyms, your your uh, you know what I mean, your inexpensive ones that yeah. serve pizza. Um, <laughs> I love that. Counting- <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that. That's the brand you're protecting, Shalewa. <laughs> we burn so many bridges, but you're like, nah, I can't do yeah. it to Planet Fitness. Now, I mean, uh, well, and- I mean, this, there are a few of them that have bagel and pizza days. So I was just like, maybe the pizza one, everyone will know. I don't want to get. To, I don't want to talk about the ones that have like pasta Saturdays or whatever, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's so the line Shalewa like, will not cross. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm not going. I'm not going to have because for one thing, there may be one person working out there, and they're probably going to hit me, and it'll hurt. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's just like it's already. I don't know. It's already a racket. Look, yoga folks are trying to figure it out. You can't lift some weights on uh, TikTok or my my man. I mean, like, look, I don't want to tell you how to try and make money because it's hard out here for for everyone who's trying, who's a small business, who's trying to make money. But I do tell, I can tell you this, it's probably not good business to rack up um, over a million dollars in fines. Yeah. I feel like that's bad business. That's an L right there. Yeah. He has a solid like, beard too. Like he could just start like, you know, a, a TikTok showing people how to like care for his facial hair. You know what exactly. I mean? Like he's got options. Come on, Ian Smith. Yeah. Get your shit Quit, together. Uh, yeah, and it's just such a it's so like I mean, what did you do in the in the summer time when people when it was like it's best to be outside mm. and so people were outside working out? Like, what did you do then? Like, how did you maneuver? I don't know. I just feel like we need to be a lot more <laughs> flexible in our lives now because nothing is set in stone anymore. So for <laughs> you to be like Oh uh, no, I'm not leaving. It's like, okay. I mean, you can think that if you want to. Um, and maybe you're not going to leave by the measures that you think someone would be kicking you out, but you're going to be gone. Like you can't, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it may not be the way you think you're going to be gone, but something's going to get you out of there. You keep fucking around like this. Your time is ticking, my G. It's yeah. over. You know what I mean? Ain't none of them like pectoral muscles going to save you from them tickets. <laughs> Now I mean, <laughs> squat all you want, my G. Do all the lunges you want. They shine you down. Now I mean, oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, Amazon driver chewed out for causing a traffic jam. That's right. Uh, Amazon driver was uh, making deliveries and was parked in the middle of the road, and he got confronted by people who were being held up behind them. And so far, there's a key piece of information that people are trying to figure out. Uh, The driver was in Virginia getting in an argument uh, with a fellow behind them. They recorded the entire encounter. However, the encounter only shows the interaction between the driver behind him 
and the Amazon driver going back to his truck for the uh, packages for the next home delivery. Uh, the Amazon driver holds his ground to the video driver, to the video taker. The video taker asks him to move his car uh, because he's causing a math- massive traffic jam. And the driver says, I'm going to carry out my duties and deliver the packages <laughs> at the house right next to him. And then, and only then, after would he move. Basically, he's saying, or oh, what, my G, to the cameraman. And the camera guy gets pissed off. Uh, in the shot, you can actually see there is a row of cars. Like It is serious. It's got to be like at least eight, nine cars back, hoping to uh, continue traffic. But in the Amazon driver's defense, it is only a one-lane street, and he's got to make deliveries. He happened to have two deliveries on that street. So to the people I ask, are you pro Amazon driver, a pro uh, driver behind the Amazon driver who's stuck in traffic. I'm pro Amazon driver, Shalea. Where you? Yeah, stand? I mean, the question really is, um, do you want your shit? <laughs> 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 like right now, I feel like we need to uh, uh, we need to give them a little a little leeway yeah. right now um, because it's. Uh, this year has basically been for delivery drivers a a year full of nothing but the week before Christmas. <laughs> While like a, a full year of that kind of stress. Word up. Um uh, for months and months and months. Um while also uh, with a, a disease in the air. Do you know what no. I mean? <laughs> so, like, with death in the air and everybody demanding their stuff immediately and everyone stressed out, um, like, I have really been very, uh, uh, you know, just like I have had things that have taken a full month and a half to get to me. Right. And I'm like, I mean, you know what? That might be on me. Perhaps I did not need that candle. So, (laughs) like, uh, if it comes, it comes. You know what I mean? And I get that everyone was blocked up, but he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't moving into a house. Right. He wasn't going to be there forever. We all need to, and also, if you're running late, I mean, that's probably the thing. If it's a one-way street, I bet it's a bunch of people who use it as a shortcut Mm because they're running late. So, they were just trying to zip through because they're running late and now they got to wait. I mean, look here, man, if he <laughs> also the guy saying that he's going to perform his duties, is very ex-military and that kind of cracks me up a little bit. Yo, um, I worked at UPS. I used to, I was a supervisor of a belt. I used to uh, manage 11 guys that loaded trucks uh, for 33 uh, trucks every day. And on average, the trucks had 120 to 160 stops to make a day. Oh, wow. So that's like, uh, if you do the math, if they finished in eight hours, that's a stop every three to four minutes that they had to make. Oh, wow. Right? So if you're a driver, like, even if you want to, you can't take your time. You know what I mean? Like, there's no point where, like, the driver's like, y'all, fuck it, I'm going to kick it for an hour at the stop. Because it would be noticeable. They track the delivery time. Right. They could see when they dropped off the last package and the next one. If there's like a weird gap of like, yo, I took you 45 minutes to drop this. People would ask, you know, and and usually, you know, they have a valid explanation. Oh, uh, that was a five floor walk up or that was an overweight package. But if you're doing that, you know, for random shit, you know, it'll look funny. So the driver doesn't want to be there long. 
You know what I mean? Right. So if the drive is taking uh, a minute, it's because he's, you know, it's necessary. It's rare that they're just on some fuck off shit. Um, and I could, but mind you, I could understand as the person waiting behind them, th- it, that's two, four minute drops, eight minutes waiting. That does feel like forever. I hear you. Right. But sure. still let homie do his deliveries. Cause I know in, in, in this quarantine, I'm ordering the heaviest shit ever. Like, I'm, yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I cannot tell you how many, like, y'all want, like, uh, two crates of Snapples delivered to my house. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I got that shit on Amazon, so I don't even pay for delivery because I ain't going to Costco. I ain't going to BJ's, none of that. I did right. the subscription, so I, so I get a discount. I want that in my crib. And there's some poor UPS and Amazon delivery person who has to lug like six 12 packs of juice to my front door. <laughs> and they expected to do that in four minutes or less. And you, you mad because you can't wait behind track. Let that man load his hand truck and do Absolutely. what he got to do. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it makes it, I'm just like, yeah, let him do what he has to do because I mean, you've got to do your stuff. So yeah. you like just, it's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Cause who knows if I decide that I want, uh, a whole cast iron set of pots and pans. <laughs> I'm only, it's going to take him. I'm not trying to give the man a hernia. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fine. They bring that shit to your door. And then, on, like, if that's you, you can't also be mad when you miss a, when you miss a package. You got to pick exactly. a lane. Like, if that's you, that's fine. But I hope that driver, like, he's never complained about, like, a delivery being late. You can't have it both ways. You Because it says like, that article that, like, there's no... There's no way of telling if in the in the Amazon delivery rule book if uh, drivers are taught to look for the uh, best parking uh, location nearby. Oh, of course they're told it's, that. It's just that's not real life. Like there's not yeah. always a parking spot the size of two trucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> that you can just pull in easily and let traffic and give go you, by you. And then give you the room that you need to unload whatever it is and, and cart it to wherever and come back. Like, there's no way. Yeah, nah. I'm I'm all, I'm pro Amazon driver. Do what you got to do out there in these streets. You know what I mean? Take five minutes next delivery on that block. Yeah. Just because. <laughs> Why not? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> uh, Eight-foot python burst through the ceilings. While a man was using the bathroom, uh, this is insane. Okay, <laughs> a time man, yeah. uh, his bathroom was broken. Uh, 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 time man's bathroom break turned into a nightmare after he discovered an eight foot python dangling from the lavatory ceiling. Shop assistant, not Powin, 35, um, had been visiting the Lou at his restaurant in northern Thailand when he stumbled upon the giant snake which had apparently smashed through the ceiling in search of food. The footage shot by Nop shows the retaculated python. They are really challenging me with words. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Which is the world's longest at over 20 feet, hanging from the ceiling like a serpentine chandelier. That's right. Uh, The constrictor then doubles around and tries to slither back into the hole uh, once it came. Unfortunately, when the terrified employee last checked the bathroom, the snake was nowhere to be found. Yo, that's wild. I need the local snake catchers to come and find it, but nobody has been yet. Said not adding that he's scared 
the snake could come back and attack. No shit. Of course he's going to come back and attack. The shopkeeper's fears aren't unfounded. In 2018, the 23-foot retaculated python reportedly killed the woman in Indonesia by squeezing her to death before swallowing her whole. Yo! And this this is getting scarier as it goes. Okay, and this past (laughs) September, a Thai teen lived out every man's worst fear after a python bit his penis while he was on the john. These are everyone's worst nightmares all at once. My goodness. I, I, yeah, I'm i in awe that he terrifying. recorded the video. Like, I don't know. I Like, Shalewa, I'm not a judge of, mm-hmm. like, levels of hunger in a python. I don't know what a hungry python looks like versus a, like, yeah, I'm good python. You know, like, I don't know what that, that gauge looks like. But right. the python that breaks through the ceiling, like, that to me is, like, a sign of, like, yo, maybe that dude is looking for food. Maybe he's a little hungry. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's you know? hungry. Like, I don't know how to how to judge the other like physical characteristics, but if he breaks through cement, that dude is hungry. You know what I mean? I'm not staying there to document the footage at this point. You would have heard about this on Twitter. Like this would have been a hearsay thing the next day. I'm I'm impressed with this man's balls of staying there and documenting this whole situation. And you well, know here's here's the thing with, with Pythons is that even if they're not hungry at the moment. Um, if they come across food, I believe they'll just go ahead and squeeze it just to go ahead and grab, you know how oh. you, you're like, let me just grab the snack for later. Okay. Um, and the snack happens to be, you know, a full size pig and then you just kind of squeeze it and then unhinge your jaw and swallow it. Uh, and then, and then you digest it over, you know, the course of a couple of weeks or whatever. So it's a longer, hung, hung, yeah. It's a longer process of, of snacking. But, um, uh, yeah, if you have gone through uh, a ceiling tile, you're, pro- you're probably peckish. Yeah. I dare say. <laughs> I dare say you're peckish. You're in the mood um, for a snack. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, that is terrifying. Do you ever worry about that when you go into the, the bathroom? I, I have A def- snake or a rat? Yeah. Or- I definitely had the rat thing because uh, – uh, I definitely have seen mice in toilets uh, as a kid growing up. Like I'm, I'm doing better in life, so I'm not in those bathrooms anymore. Well, that's but, good. That's uh, good. Uh, yeah, I definitely like had that in my head a lot. Like a mouse is gonna like try to bite me while I'm taking a shit. Um, sure. The the spite the snake thing I didn't have because I don't see snakes in East New York. Like it's just not a right. a thing out here. But the mice, the rats, definitely had that fear. How about you? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, absolutely anything. <laughs> what is that? A spider in there? I can't go. What are we doing? <laughs> oh man, that is you know real talk. That is one of the worst parts of being a husband, father. Like that, that just mm. automatically is my job. You know, yes. like they'll be like, "Yo, uh, there's a spider in the room." Like I'm scared of that dude too. Like I don't want to see him. You know, just because like what what does being tall have to do with getting spiders? You know what I mean? Like, that's not an inherent right. advantage. I'm slower than you. You know, you in better shape, my G. You go squat the spider. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I be yelling at myself all the time about that. Like, you do push-ups every day, homie. You know what I mean? You in way better shape than me. If anything, you have an athletic advantage on the spider. You know what I mean? I don't got that I, no more. Your vision is 2020. A- I'm wearing glasses out here, B. <laughs> I'm a bugs person. I will, I'll take care of bugs. 
I'll I'll kill the bugs if I need to, and I will kill all the bugs. I, I do not care. I have a thing with spiders. I want them to be around to do their job, but I have lived in places where big spiders, uh, brown recluse spiders, have lived in the windowsills or something, and then they come down, they bite me, and then I have these huge pus-filled bites. It's oh, not man. great. It's horrible. And I've been lucky that one didn't just burrow in there and lay eggs, which I understand is a thing that can happen. But uh, the South, baby. <laughs> and... um. <laughs> <laughs> dirty south right fucking, there i love it yeah 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 that's actually what they're talking about when they say the dirty south it's those big ass <laughs> fucking spiders oh man that live in them old ass houses that we are now renting but um i will do that i can't do rodents um yeah, or or that. any other so i i need to have someone around who can handle rodents but i will um i will take care of bugs the worst um, i had was uh we have uh, air essential air, and uh, a pigeon went through Ooh. the unit and oh, ended no. up in the uh, in the apartment. Oh no! Yeah, so like the so the central air unit, the vent feeds into the same room where the laundry is. So uh -huh. like my wife set up the laundry, and then she hears like a whole bunch of noise. So she thinks, oh, like the laundry unit might have been because we got the stack one. So she's like, oh, uh -huh. maybe the top one is just like, you know, a little off centered and it's shaking too much. So she opens the shit and the pigeon is going crazy in there. Like, <laughs> yo. So she slams the door shut. She's like, yo, we got a pigeon in the crib. So I'm like, all right. Well, like, she, clearly, like, she had an edible or some shit. There's no, that doesn't uh -huh. make sense. I go in there, yo, so there was a pigeon in the freaking room. <laughs> she's like, yeah, so what you going to do about it? I was like, how does this, like, there's nothing in my resume. That has ever right. led you to believe that I can handle. I tell jokes. I've done sales before. I've helped load a truck or two. You know what I mean? But not once in my life was I in charge of pigeons, honey. Not once. You, I was like, I was starting to throw it in her face. I was like, honey, you grew up in Costa Rica. You was on farms. You've been way close to the animals that I've been. <laughs> so I had to figure out how to get this pigeon out of my class. So I was like, I right, bet. So first I waited for the pigeon to calm down, right? <laughs> pigeon was shaking calm up a storm down. in that room. Calm down. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it, I don't know how to calm it all worked up for <laughs> Yeah. So, I was literally saying it out the door. I was like, yo, Pigeon, chill. I'm going to open up the door. You know, I don't know if he understands me, but I was hoping being a Brooklyn Pigeon, he's heard chill before. You know? <laughs> so, he finally stops moving, and I get a broom and the sweeper, and I, I grab him in there. So, he's still fidgeting. But I had him at least under control. Gabby opened mm -hmm. up the door and like I flung him. And then he like he stutter stepped a little bit, then took off in the air. You know what I mean? Like he did like right. a couple of flutters that I was like, oh, I should have checked if he flies first. Cause I wasn't sure anymore for like the first like two seconds of that flight. And then after that, he just started like going. And I was like, okay, cool, we good. Initially, I wanted to just leave him there, and it, it was just gonna be like. He just lives in the laundry room now. Someone's going to do your laundry, like fold it. <laughs> but yeah, I had a few too many friends that are like pro animal. And they're like, nah, you can't do that. Pigeon's going to die. That's messed up. What the pigeon do to you? And I had to remind them that the pigeon broke into my house. So I was That's like, true. you That's know, true. I was like, in my defense, this is not like a friendly neighborhood pigeon. This is a criminal pigeon. He is trespassing. But right. I'm gonna take it into consideration. Maybe he's a teenager, you know, pigeon, 
and he deserves a second <laughs> chance. So I did that, you know. I gave that pigeon a new life. I hope he's out there. I hope he went to school, you know. Maybe he got right. into a good college or something. He made some of himself. <laughs> All because of me, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I, I just want to take a moment to to uh, to mention that there's been a lot of bird talk today on, on the war <laughs> <laughs> So, you know what I mean? Just write down your dreams and hopefully they take flight. I don't know why we're talking about birds so much, but that is. The bird talk might not always be on brand, but the random topic, definitely on brand. You know what I mean? You never know where we will go for that episode. That is very true. <laughs> Howard Stern inks a new deal for five years with Sirius XM. That's right. The uh, former shock jock, now he's just an old dude, uh, 66 years old. <laughs> he ain't saying what thing. age do you stop being a shock jock? I, I feel like I haven't heard a controversial thing from Howard Stern in like 12 years. And I feel okay. like he thinks he's controversial still. Like he wants mm-hmm. to stay shock shit, but he doesn't realize that we have the internet like right that we've moved on yeah like yeah. he's just not like that wild anymore as i've seen like crazy as shit you know what i mean but despite that uh my man signed the deal paying homeboy 120 million dollars a year i am blown away by these numbers i am reading this article mainly so that i know me and shalewa are in this for the long haul so that, you know, you guys know we are committed because these numbers one day will be ours. Even if we get to like one tenth of these, we will be ecstatic <laughs> through the roof. That is crazy. They so what's wild to me is like you hear 120 million dollars a year, like you like, oh yo, he cashing in. But this is only after his previous five year contract paid him a hundred million dollars a year. He didn't need this insane money. That's wild. But they still throwing it at him, and at this point. Because of COVID, he's probably been doing this, this show from his house. So, like, right. yeah. if you're him, you're like, you gonna pay me 120 million dollars to talk from my bedroom? Hell yeah! Yep. Let's keep doing, running, yeah. running back, running back another five years. Why not? Until yeah, and I also die. he is—he's what? He's 66. Yeah. So this will take him until he's 71. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. What are you even doing with? money at that point at 71 what are your dreams that is wild that is your word what do you dream about at 71 yeah at, at least what do you dream about that the hundred million dollars you won last year wasn't enough like wasn't I, enough I, yeah where you're like i don't need to bump that up can we bump that up please i need you know you know i'm a, i'm approaching 71 i mean i'm still a young man i got stuff to happen i had me trying to buy these yankees <laughs> Jeez. Right, right. I guess so. <laughs> like, what do you have left? Like, you can't, you're past playing money at this point. Like, you own yeah. jet something. Like, this, you are, your life is outlandish. So, there's got to be some next shit. My goodness. All that's to say, expect the war report to make it at least 30 seasons because we gain these checks, all of them. <laughs> Uh, in other news 12 years ago uh on december 14th was uh the day that muntazar al-saida hurled his two nikes to george w bush a few months later i just brought that up i we discussed it and sure enough a week later there it is it just appeared in front of me and i was like see that's the spirit moving through me. You gotta, you gotta respect that dude. 
You got to respect that dude. That is awesome. Two shoes. <laughs> two shoes. The people of Tikrit erected a statue of a shoe in his honor. That is amazing. It is like bronze with like a tree growing in it. The tree of life. I love it. This shit has hope. I, 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 I like this kind of stuff right here. This is beautiful. It shows like, yo, they, they got humor. You know what would be really dope if George W. Bush took a selfie in front of the shoe? I know. <laughs> yo, he needs to. I mean, I don't want I don't want him to do anything that's gonna make people like him. I need us to all remember. <laughs> but that also would be a kind of thing that I could see him being like, Well, I wanna. Well, let me go see this big old shoe statue. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he would take a special trip and then Hey, hey, take a picture of me with this shoe. Oh, and it's yeah. like, uh, you're an idiot, but I will tell you, it is funny. <laughs> I will admit, this is funny. Much respect right here. This is, uh, for those of you that haven't seen it, it is uh, a shack uh, size like shoe right here. This is uh, a <laughs> <laughs> diesel right here. Much respect for them rocking this out. Um, I really hope this country is not struggling because a lot of money went into this shoe. Like, this is right. insanely big. If they're, if they're, ever broke they could just pawn in the shoe um, i guess so <laughs> also just think about they did this while the dude was in jail yeah. for throwing shoes so like a few months after you throw a shoe at the president of you after you throw two shoes at the president of the united states you're in jail and then you get word that the people of the town have built a giant shoe statue <laughs> in your honor <laughs> Yo, much respect to the people of Tikrit. This is like uh, the people of Tikrit. This is like their version of like the Yonkers, like let the locks go shirts. You know what I mean? (laughs) 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 They're like, yo, let our man live, B. He should be out here flinging (laughs) shoes every day. You know what I mean? Wow. Much respect. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I... I see the connection. <laughs> now, I mean, Puffy, give Montasar Al-Zaidi all his publishing. All right? <laughs> he deserves all these checks. You getting shoes, too. <laughs> uh, finally, always try to end it on some positive news. A man played the same number. On the same day, on 160 lottery tickets. That's right. He made terrible decisions. And it paid <laughs> off to the tune of $800,000. My man. That's right. Kwame Cross. So I, I I didn't even see the picture. I just heard the name. I was like, yep, black man. Got to read this article. Bought 160 tickets this month for a Virginia lottery pick four game. He played exactly the same four-digit combination for every ticket. Seven, three, one, four. The combination on December 5th proved to be the winning one, bringing Cross $800,000 payday. My man. They asked him, why why did he pick the number? He said, I saw an address in a TV show in the background, and for some reason it stayed with me. I had a feeling. That's right, baby. Netflix pays. Those numbers hit the pick for top prize for $5,000, multiply it by 160, and you got 800 racks. My man, that's that is uh, that's impressive because the people that I have known who have played the lottery on the regular have a set number that is connected to uh, very important things in their life, like a loved one's birthday or their birthday or 
just a birthday. You know what I mean? It's always, it always tends to be a birthday, but, um, uh, but I've always thought, not that I think about, uh, lotteries much, but I do think that when you are buying, uh, your ticket, you got to have one that's just a random number in there because you've put too much of your hopes and dreams on that assigned birthday number. You know what I mean? So you need to just have one toss, one throw away, just like, I don't know. And then also these numbers. Uh, and then that, those are, that's probably will be the one that'll work. Now, I dare say, I don't know if he needed to um, win the lottery, if he had enough to buy 160 <laughs> tickets. Sounds like he was doing fine. Oh, man. Kwame living it up. My thing is, yo, I I, know, I heard the birthdays type strategy before, right? Like, right. important date. Don't don't put that on your birthday because then you feel like a loser twice over. You know what I mean? Like, you're struggling in a life. Oh, yeah, never birthday. use your shit. birthday. Yeah, but, like, don't use other people's birthdays because then, like, you're looking at your kid with disgust. Your birthday ain't bring me luck once, little man. You know what I mean? This is your fault. We struggling as a family. You don't need that as an eight-year-old, like going to third yeah, grade I mean, class. that's true, because as a child, you're unable to say, oh, really? My birthday is the reason that we're broke, not because you're buying 160 lottery tickets. You know? You, think, you don't think that maybe that's where the lapse in judgment is? You think it's because it's my birthday? All right. Yeah. Word, word. It's not fair. Um, Props to but Kwame, yeah, I, too, for I keeping do, uh, I feel like Low key, he didn't tell everybody the name of the show because he didn't want them to know his secret to success. Mm-hmm. My man's like, nah, yeah. I'm gonna hit this shit again. Y'all ain't gonna know my show. Oh no, that number will never play again. <laughs> that number will never play again. Or it will play every day for like the next year. But I think it'll never play again. Uh people, you know, and also it's um it, it, trust your gut. It stuck with him. Did yeah. we hear that, everyone? The number stuck with him. So when you see a number and you're just like, how many times have we had a conversation with someone and uh, someone that you don't know very well, perhaps like a coworker, but in a different section of the building, Yeah. but you're both in front of the coffee machine waiting or something. And then some number comes up and they go, "Mm, 57. That's the third time I've seen that this week. I got to play it. That's what I mean. Trust your God. <laughs> we've, all, we've all been a part of that conversation. Right there. You um, can be Kwame Kwame or if right you, now. Or if you open something and it's got a number on it and someone walks by and they're like, you need to play that. You know, like that, those are signs. Right there. <laughs> Buy that ticket 160 yeah. times. Be the next Kwame. Uh, well, I, you know, I don't know. About I mean, that is the only way to a, a good payday, I guess. There you go. Or Kwame Cross. I was saying Kwame Brown. Don't be Kwame Brown. He's a... Uh, a failed basketball player for the Wizards. B. Kwame Cross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's up and down with, with various Kwame's, I go. think. Um, you know, there's the rapper Kwame. He was great. Yeah. But then there was Kwame, Kwame Kilpatrick. That was problematic. Oh, that mayor. Oh. <laughs> Man, that's, so, you know, that's a hit or miss right there. Jeez. <laughs> It really is. It's a lot of. <laughs> that's a lot. We of go back and <laughs> back and forth with Kwame's. Man, as a parent, that is a nervous decision right there. My goodness, <laughs> yo, one name is Kwame. Woo, you better look up the last one, honey. You gotta make sure. <laughs> See where it falls in the pattern. <laughs> oh man, gotta love it. Go home. A prayer in 
Catch y'all next week. Peace.